Welcome, everybody. Nitty Gritty is back this week, and we are on a very, very special guest. Very special guest. Very, very. No, two berries. Two, very, very. Yep. First, second, second time visitor ever. We brought, what do we call her? The Queen Bee? I call her the Godfather. The OG? Whatever you want to call her. She's the Godfather. Susan Peterson. She knows, she knows someone. Doesn't matter what industry, doesn't matter what. She knows someone. Well, and she's back at it. Like, as of a couple it. days ago, she is you back just, as CEO of Freshly Picked. You called it. You can just see the, like, the energy. Yep. Right? Like, she's she's amped up. Like, she's excited. Everything's so just, like, not casual, but she's just so she down. But then you back. ask the question, and then all of a sudden you can see, like, the gears click in, uh-huh. and it just starts going. She's laid back. She doesn't, like, filter her words. Yeah which I love. That's like my favorite thing about her. But she is one of the most like wise, badass people that I know. So if you don't know, she was, what episode is she? I'm trying to look right now. Oh my gosh. It had to be like first 10 episodes, right? So she was episode, episode five. We interviewed her. So she was one of our very first guests and her story is incredible. So if you don't know her story, go back and listen yeah, to episode listen five. To both of these just one right after the other. You know, we don't talk different. about her story at all today. Right. I mean, we brought her back for a second time to talk. She's doing a bunch of mentoring. She's CEO, CEO again, again yeah. you know, so. Her husband is a f- phenomenal chef. I like talking about their little love story. Yeah. Like, that's something that, I know we have a lot of women listening, and I've had listeners tell me like, hey, whenever you guys talk about the spouse, like, focus on that for a minute. We love that crap. <laughs> And so, yeah, there was, there's, I really like that. It's kind of towards the end, but. Um, so, yeah, so check out the really first cool episode, pair. listen to this one, and enjoy it. I think this one will be better if you listen to the first one, just so you realize, like, who she how is. cool she is and, like, <laughs> yeah. what she built yep. from nothing. Yep. Her Shark Tank, like, she's been on Shark Tank, got a mm-hmm. deal. I mean, start selling glow sticks in the Cougar Stadium to make a few extra bucks, side hustle to a multi-million dollar company. And anyways, you'll love it. All right, welcome to the Nitty Gritty. This is a first for us. <laughs> we had a uh, we had a discussion on who deserved the first. Guess who's back? Two point episode. <laughs> you know, Rogan does this all the time with with his favorite guests. Oh yeah, he'll bring them back. And like since four we're very times. similar to Rogan, did you say I'm your favorite guest? Yeah, I, I said with some of his favorite. No, guests. you said with his. There's favorite. only you. You know what? You might be my favorite guest. It's you might be my favorite person. It's like a fr- it's like best friend is like a status. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's not it's not like a title. It's like a status. Like you reach right. favorite guest and there's a lot of people there. Is that what you're talking about? No, no. There aren't a lot of people. There's a least favorite guest. Oh, let's talk about that. I like that I bring that up every <laughs> week now. Andrew looks my, scared. <laughs> my favorite thing though is whenever he says that, I'll get like 10 text messages <laughs> from people and be like is Cam talking about me? Was it me? <laughs> if you have to If ask, you're wondering it if it was you, you, it wasn't you. It probably was The person you. who it was wouldn't even think that they weren't your favorite guest. That's a very good point. That's what yes. I'm saying. If, you, if you're if you asking if it was you, that means you care about what I'm saying, mm-hmm. which means you can't be the person. <laughs> or you have that anxiety that I do where you like leave a situation and you run through everything you said and you think they all hate me. That's called ADHD. Hey, do you want to know a trick though? If everyone hates you... You need to go to bed. If you hate everyone, you need to eat something. Wow. Wow. I know. That's some. So I need to eat and go to bed? Maybe that's why I'm so fat. <laughs> I think everybody hates me. But you know, like sometimes you're like, 
everybody hates me. Just go to sleep. You know, I don't really feel like everybody hates me very often, but I do always have stress about sometimes I go on rants and I go, I'm like, did I speak too much? <laughs> did yeah. I say too much? Did I go over the line? Just go to sleep. I do stress with that, but sleeping so hard. I just don't sleep very much. Anyway, Susan Peterson from Freshly Picked. Hi, guys. The CEO mm-hmm. of Freshly Picked, mm-hmm. which that's a new development that we didn't even know about. It's like a 2.0, yeah. CEO 2.0, yeah. And you're excited about this. Yeah, I'm stoked. Because you were gone. It was like... So last August, I stepped down as CEO and I uh, took. I became the chairwoman. Right. So I took on that role, which is a really fun role. And then... Um, Why so fun? Yeah, I was going to say, like, what's what's so much different than that? you don't have to be there and you're still the boss? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can stay at home and eat Christian's food? Well, it's just like a different point of view about your business. You know, right. you're you're sitting at the board level. And so you're not really in the day-to-day. Um, the decisions that you're making are, like, at the board level. And when I talk to people... Um, it would it was just it was just like this nice step back. You don't have to deal with the daily. Yeah, crap. you don't you don't feel the pressure of that really. So did you choose to do that? Did mm-hmm. you want to step down? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So then my C- COO Ethan Moore, who's amazing, um, has worked with me for five and a half years. He became the CEO, and you know, COVID's been a hard. This has been a hard year. Yeah. We've had a lot of struggles, and um, he he wanted to step down, so he stepped down. And is he still there? Or did he just step down the seat? No, he just, he wanted, just he need, he needed a break. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of girls over there. It's probably getting tough on him. They're probably eating him alive. Okay. What are you trying to say here? <laughs> girls are mean when they gang up on you. Only if they're hungry, you keep them fed and they're fine. <laughs> That's why we just watch a party. It's smart. No, I love going to your place. No, the girls are nice. They're very nice. Um, they just like the temperature way too high. Yep. There's heaters on heaters in that place. Yep. They keep it at 80 and they all still have space heaters under their desks. Yeah. It's crazy. We just like to pretend we're in tropical vacation. <laughs> so yeah, I'm back. I started back on Monday. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. How and you're long, the visionary. How long were you thinking about that? Like, was this a long process or was it more of a, eh, I'm ready to go? Oh, well, I was, I was wanting to get a little more involved. Um, and then when him and I had a talk um, and I can't, I can't stress enough. Like he's a, ama- he's amazing. There was no, there's no bad will between us. Um, I talked to the board that night and I just felt like, you know what? I can do this. We don't need to, we don't need to like start a search. We don't want to kick right. it off. Let's save our energy and our start time. Over. Yeah. yeah. That's gotta be tough bringing in from some, like bringing someone in from the outside to be number one. I don't. Yeah. And then they have hard. to kind of adapt to all that. Especially during COVID. Right. You're really missing like the culture. And so um it just it just I, I just had I like that night I was like, Oh, we could do this and we could do this and we could do this and it just like felt like it was just coming back. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So like say, how's it been r- rough as far as like employees go or sales or what? Because um, from what I've heard a lot of like online stuff is up sales wise. Yeah, so we've actually done okay, the big part of our what where we're struggling is um 30 percent of our sales come from outside retailers uh-huh. and oh, they were closed down that's right and so if our that. if our stuff is sitting on a shelf somewhere it's not like the retailer is then gonna go get the stuff off the shelf and then ship right. it off their website so we had stuff sitting in in places that people okay. couldn't shop at so we're down on our wholesale 
significantly. Gotcha. Um, we have had people working from home and that's been an, like pretty challenging. I'll bet. Um, and what, what's been the hardest part of that? Uh, and do you see that continuing or do you want to get it back? Just nuances of teamwork. Okay. That you're like, hey, can I ask you a question real quick about this? And instead of being like, hey, can you jump on a Zoom in 15 minutes or whatever? And being able to read people's body language and the energy and the synergy that's created from those in-person meetings is really lacking. Right. Um, that's been that's been a struggle. We subleased our beautiful Lehigh office. So we are so lucky that we were able to get a sublease in there though. Um, shout out to the Woodley boys who got it done. Um, so it's just, it's like everyone, if, if 2020 was a song, it'd be a country song and our dog's about ready to die. <laughs> like it is just hard. It's hard for everyone. I don't know anyone that's just dealing with like one aspect of it. Right. So the earthquake true. shut us down for like a week. We couldn't ship. It was crazy. It's just been one thing after another. A lot of people have talked about, they think that like the remote is here to stay. Mm. Are you going to try to bring people back when you yeah. can? Yeah. 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 I think um, we're right now doing like one day in office. A team, So if since the team meets one day in office, um, you know, with masks and only one team at a time. But I think people, we, people really, you miss your coworkers. You miss human interaction. You miss going in like leaving everything at work and being able to come home. My employees said, oh, we really liked it at first because it felt like less stressful. But now you almost don't, they don't know when to turn off. It's hard. It's harder to like find a delineation between work and home. That, that's a great point. They almost like going to feel like what the business yeah. owner, the entrepreneur feels like. Ooh, that's yeah. that's true. Maybe yeah. Get more empathy. Yeah, maybe. But maybe. That, it, that, that is hard because like social media has kind of done enough to make us not want to be physically together mm -hmm. and it's like man if we lost work and we've all lost church right mm -hmm. like there's just nothing kind of forcing you to be socially interactive you yeah know? we're under socialized right now and it's actually creating a lot of problems i think right yeah. oh i agree yeah i i think there's nothing healthy about any of this it's so funny because i've been reading stuff that says people are more productive and i just can't i don't buy that at all i I think people are because I think you can, um, sorry, it's my protein alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you with that. You have some here. Yeah, I've got some protein. My alarm building. just went off on my phone. <laughs> it goes off every day at two 30. At least protein. you turned it off. Uh -huh. We had a guest recently that the phone was just ringing. And <laughs> oh really? You just let it ring. Was that your least favorite guest? No, he's one of my favorite also, okay. but it's just an older, you know, a little bit older person. Yeah. My uh, mom does that. <laughs> it was, I loved it. It didn't even, he didn't even skip a beat didn't even face Just him kept kept talking is he a realtor anyway. what is he a realtor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does sound like a salesman but nope anyway so yeah the productivity thing i don't know oh i feel like uh people have gotten it i'm not worried about that what i'm worried about is um pivoting like being able to like make quick decisions and like pivot around something um yeah you want to ask a question to your employee instead of just hollering across the room mm -hmm. it's hey can you be on zoom in 15 minutes mm -hmm. and well, mm -hmm. like the whole thing with Apple and Google, they talk about like they want you to take like that free creative time that you can create with other people. You can't do that if you're home by yourself. Uh, right. Right. You know, I'm like, you're not going to schedule creative time with the people. Right. It's true. Right. Or get dressed. <laughs> or get dressed. Right. The, the, both of those things are true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I just want to know how many people were sitting in their underwear just with the shirt on for all these meetings. Probably not my girls because they're they run cold, so they're probably that, you're yep, right. They yep, definitely were not my girls. You're definitely <laughs> right about that. I'll for sure have a golf shirt on and just like sweats on underneath <laughs> for sure. I love it. I love it. So you're back now. Yeah. So last time you were in here, you're like one of our very, very first guests on the show. Yeah. And you're talking a lot. You just launched the Fringe. Mm-hmm. Is that still going good? Yeah, we like the Fringe. It's doing. It's doing well. Okay. Yeah. Do you have anything? I mean, you guys have started to release a bunch of new products too. Yeah. So our big product this year was our Swaddle, um, and it's awesome. And so we'll be launching more product or more products within that category. Sleep. Right. Yeah. Bigger. Swaddle blankets, maybe? <laughs> By chance? Yeah. So we have those slated with the size 15 mocks yes! coming out. Look, yeah. I've given up on the mocks, <laughs> but maybe I can get a XXL swaddle. Maybe. I can wrap up in. That'd be cute. That would be cute. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Well, and the other thing is mentoring. I've been seeing a lot of that. Yeah. So- which you already did so much. And it, like, yeah. you're, you're kind of everybody's go-to for... You're the, you're the godfather. Like that's what we call you around here. Like you, you are always willing to help anybody out. Yeah. But you know, you got to know someone that knows you or, you know, it's, and you, with the skills that you have, what a cool way to just let people access that and hopefully make some money doing it since, I mean, that's very hard earned knowledge. Yeah. So I accidentally started that during COVID. Right. I had a ton of people. Accidentally? Yeah. I had a ton of people asking me for advice and asking right. me if I'd be their mentor. And I was like, I don't like doing one on one. And I don't, I'm so busy. I, I don't, I, I, I'll do it. If Cameron's like, Hey, can you go to lunch with someone? I'll do it. But it's not like my favorite thing to do. Right. Um, so I was like, well, why don't I just do this? Let's do a zoom. Let's do two zooms a week and you can sign up. And I was pretty surprised the first class had like 50 people in it were they all women yeah in that one okay. uh-huh and then the next class and then people are like oh can you do it again and i was like oh so much work <laughs> but i already had the content so what kind of stuff was it and like how long did it take you to build it out because i know there's a lot of people that like that space and it's overwhelming yeah kind of intimidating to them so i also just bring on my friends and make them help me teach okay. too like I say, make them help me. Yeah. <laughs> so, She's calling in some favors. Nobody, like, she doesn't have to make, I think anybody that's your friend would do anything for you. Yeah, it's- Because that's the, how you are. It's well, like she's the, done so much for them. Well, it's, it's the great. people I call when I have a question in that area and they're like, yeah, sure, I'll come on and I'll do it. Right. It's fine. So there's eight courses and we cover, last night we did our forecasting um, and we've done cash flow in the past, but we did a PL because I think cash flow- Cash flow is one of those things that you kind of got to be fuzzy on when you're first starting. Otherwise, don't you think <laughs> you freak so? Out. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're like, shoot, we only have fifteen dollars, and you're I telling still- me that <laughs> actually I only have negative. Fit. Like it just is kind of. I've but lost I, money the last two months straight. I'm like, I got to stop looking at these things. Yeah, you got to be fuzzy about it yeah, you when you're do, starting. You do. Out. So or I, when you're seven years in, I like the word fuzzy instead of ignorant. Yeah, fuzzy's good. Fuzzy's a much better. Yeah. Word. Yeah. I you, just look at it one day a month when it comes out, and then I just <laughs> I just buckle up, put my head down, I'm like okay. Okay. Magically, it's going to get better. Yeah. I think most entrepreneurs are like, okay, tell me how much I got to make. Yeah. And yeah. I can figure I'll fi- I can figure that out. Give me yeah. a goal yeah. to reach. So we covered a PL last night because I think that's an easier way to see, okay, 
it's an easier way to say, here's where you're at and here's what you should be reaching towards in 12 months, yeah. you know? Um, then, See, and that's smart too, because yeah. that's what people don't realize is, at least in my industry, you know, we've been really hurt by COVID because of the summer thing. Like yeah. that's when we get all of our big event catering and yeah, um, and all that stuff's gravy. So, I mean, we're still doing pretty good as a restaurant, but we have lost so much money there. But people forget that everything kind of has a season. Like mm-hmm. in the wintertime, we kind of expect to just break even, maybe lose a few bucks. But then we more than make up for it in the summer normally. So it, but it are you planning on not. like triple, quadruple your turkeys for Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can you put me down that, for that, one? It, oh, absolutely. <laughs> that will still that will still go. Can good. I plug for a second Cameron's turkeys at Thanksgiving? Yes. Yes, you can. Because <laughs> no, but for real. Sides are the real like sides are where you can have fun. They're right. sexy. Don't spend your time making a freaking turkey. Yeah, let let Cameron make your turkey. I'm better. And at it's it gonna come. No bones. Yeah, I, we just do the breast no here. It's so much it's better. Easy. No carving and tell your dad he can like go get him like a snowman or something. He can carve a snowman. He does not need to carve the turkey to prove his manliness. <laughs> See, it's funny. I've actually thought about that. You know, I think the first year I cooked you turkey, you brought me a big turkey. Maybe. Which nobody get that idea because there's no. really only like two or three people on earth I would say yes to I'm for that. Sure and she's one of them. And so you threw it when I handed it to you or something. Just kidding. I was like, damn it. <laughs> but, but it's funny. Cause it's like, if I do whole birds, maybe the, dads will feel like since they get to carve it just what we really want is what you what you give and then if you're if you're a tired overworked mom and you've been doing homeschool and keeping your children safe during a pandemic make your mac and cheese and let cameron do the turkey amen because it's hot like you get it thanksgiving day like right before lunch yeah everyone here everyone in utah valley should be buying oh man everyone might have just saved us I'm gonna break the hundred record this year. Eighty-two, I think, is my record. Why? Why are we only going for hundred? Four hundred. Four. Well, can we I get four hundred people to commit that right many. now? <laughs> Raise your hand right now. Or a hundred people buy two each, because mm-hmm. that's the other thing with the turkey breasts is they're only about four pounds a piece. Yep. So they'll feed about eight to ten adults. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, that's I have some people order planning, like six of yeah, them. Yeah, because that's not if you're not planning on leftovers. What I right. want oh, is yeah. the next day a roll, some cranberry sauce and a piece of turkey in there. And that's right. what I was disappointed. I didn't get enough turkey last time. Yeah. Cause yeah. turkey is good leftover, especially turkey breast. Yeah. You just slice it. How are you going to take your nap? How are you going to go into a food coma for three days after if you don't have the turkey? <laughs> Got to get your tryptophan in, I right? Know, exactly. Well, sweet. I'm excited. I'll have to launch that soon mm-hmm. after we release this in two days <laughs> so you should do early sign up i should i am horrible at that stuff but who can we get annie's usually pretty good at helping okay. remind me but anyway so yeah i think your point to the whole like annual thing mm-hmm. like have a annual goal and don't freak out about every month because yeah. there's kind of ebbs and flows right yeah and then also like technically nationally we're in a recession right even if in Utah we're not, people who have national jobs fill it. So you've you've got during a recession, you just have to forecast a little differently, right? And you need to you know do things differently. So I covered that, and then the what next, type, what types of businesses are coming? Like are mostly clients. e-commerce. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the next thing we do is like marketing and advertising. We do a marketing night and an advertising night. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize those are actually two very different like functions of your business and one is more artistic and one's more scientific and just like defining those out. Um, 
do you bring someone in for every class mm-hmm. or do you do some yourself? Um, this time I'm doing three by myself and then they talked me into adding a third, uh, a ninth one. Um, I'm just such a pushover. I can't help it. They were like, we really want to do this. I was like, okay, cool. I could bring this one person in. Um, so we're doing uh, an investment night. Okay. So one of my PE partners is going to come in and talk about, Hey, here's what we look for in investing. And here's what, a good, are your what partners, uh, private equity, one of the guys who've, who's invested in Freshly Picked. PE, I'm like player edition, uh-huh. uh, physical education. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, a shoe guy? You're bringing in a shoe guy? <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, oh, you can get PE? Oh, sweet. Private equity, yeah. <laughs> so I do six by myself, or sorry, three by myself, and then we do five like very technical uh, courses. And so is the course, like is there assignments you're pe- doing or are they sending anything in or yeah. is it more just like you're watching this call and then no they get yeah they it's a little bit of both okay they get like they get a sample forecast sheet and they're able to um uh every every night they get like certain things i'm thinking of making it digital but i'm really slammed right now so i don't know I might so are you going to keep doing it then or are you going to pause now that you're back this, at ceo i think this was my last one for this year uh i don't know it's it's fun to do i really like doing it I love meeting entrepreneurs and um, if I think, I think I will figure out how to make it digital, but I can't teach it. It's, it's like two, two nights a week for four weeks and it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And that would be hard. Yeah. So every Tuesday and Thursday at 8 PM and that's like right during bedtime right now during the summer it was fine, but it's bedtime. Yeah. Where you put your kids in bed. Oh, those ones. Who goes to bed at 8 p.m.? I do sometimes. I wish my kids would go to bed at 8 p.m. It's like 9. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You go to bed at 8 p.m. sometimes? If I'm tired, yeah. See, I'd be up at 2 a.m. Like, my body doesn't let me sleep more than five to six hours. Oh, have you seen that recent study that intelligent people don't sleep very much? Yeah, I knew it. See? Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you people are all liars. <laughs> I'm super smart. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. I can't. If I go to bed early, I'm up. Like I'll wake up at three in the morning and just be wide awake. I, I hate it. Mm, that's like my husband. Like one day a month, I won't sleep at all, and I can't help it. Like I just can't fall asleep, and so I'll get to the point where I just like force myself to stay awake. So I guarantee myself the next night I'll fall asleep early. Are you really fun to be around during the forty-eight yeah. hours? Yeah. Pretty, I'm not horrible. Like it's funny. Once morning hits, I'm Tell pretty me the awake. Truth, Andrew, is he fun to be around? Or <laughs> I'm, that time? The hungry oh. one is where you want to <laughs> you want to run is the, when I'm hungry. But I'm the classic Snickers commercial with the hunger thing. But but no, sleep's really weird. I just can't. I wish I could sleep longer. Mm. And I always feel bad. Like people say, if you don't get eight to ten hours a night, you're doing this, 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 and this. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? And that's even with Ambien sometimes. <laughs> Like, holy crap. Like, I still can't <laughs> sleep past five or six hours with an Ambien. I found a Xanax Ambien chaser. Just kidding. Oh, I don't. Hey. I know. I'm just I'll kidding. That. I don't have Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing. No. It, well, and I've really the biggest reason I have Ambien is I cook two days a week. Mm. So I have to be up at five. So you got to go to bed. And I can't fall asleep early enough. On the, I have to be able to force myself to fall asleep on those nights. And so. Got it. Anyway, that's why. So I'm curious, what is the com- like most common problems you're seeing with people who are in your course? Like, is there things that kind of keep raising up that you've noticed? Um, 
what are some common things? Not really. I think everyone's business is the biggest issue. Well, I don't want to speak for I, what I see is people get stuck on their own shit. So a lot of times we're holding ourselves back. It's like all self-inflicted a lot of yeah, times. Yeah. And so I, what I always, I like to talk about a lot of mindset, uh, like things every time, like, Hey, if this feels overwhelming for you, don't try to grasp it. Don't try to wrap your heads around it. Just pick up the nuggets that you're like, okay, I can go and do that right. because you can't, you can't be really good at your business all the time. And or everything or every part of it. That's it. Yeah, exactly. You're good at something and that's how you were able to grow it. And so focus on that stuff. You know, a big one I always tell them and I bring on a couple of agencies. So like the guy I had on last night is advanced CFO. Have you heard of them? Mm -hmm. They're great. So they can come in and they can be bookkeepers, controllers. They're awesome. CFOs, anything you need and you can ramp up or ramp down. Um, And it's like a CFO service. Yes. It's a hired out CFO. So you can yeah. use them as often as you need it. Yeah. And we've used them a ton of times where like they've actually been a controller for us for like six months or sometimes they've just been a stop gap when we needed, oh, we don't have an analyst. We need an analyst. Yep. So they've come in. And so people will be like, well, where do I start? And I'm like, listen, I only bring on people that I really think you should talk to Mark and see if they're a good fit for your business. Because you can anyone can figure out how to be good at finance. You really can. If you're smart enough to start a business, you can figure it out. But is that where your time is really best spent? I don't believe I you. knew you were gonna say something. <laughs> I don't believe you. It's true. If, oh no. Yeah, it is. Me looking at a spreadsheet is nothing to do with ability. I'd shut down. It's that's it. But it's that's not it. ability, it's desire. But if you're, okay. that's what that's she's fair. talking about. Yeah. She's not saying you don't have the ability to I think to Cameron, do it. if you spent as much time as you did on meat me, you could figure out how to do Well that's, that's true. Think about you're the not numbers. an idiot. Think about the numbers Thanks. you did for the shoes that's true that's true when there's something attached that's, <laughs> when there's something attached that's fun <laughs> you know what i mean you're yeah. no and you're right remember like from it. the office when kevin could only do fast math when it was related <laughs> to pies that's like cameron with shoes he can only do fast math when it has to do with jordans <laughs> or pies that sounds fun but you, anyone can figure it out but is that really i i say you do what you do best you hire out the rest that's and, that's what i do yeah and it does help me so i don't focus on it I just yeah. know that at the end of the month, I'm going to get that full report and it's just mm-hmm. all handled for me. Sure. Yeah. Why do you it's think just, it's so hard for people to let go of stuff? Because I think that's probably like the number one issue as people get going mm-hmm. is they hold on to too much for too long. I think um, a lot of times we're afraid that someone's going to screw us over. Like someone's going to take it over. They're going to screw us over. Um, as a young entrepreneur, entrepreneurs are just like um a different breed i think you like go to school you like okay that guy's a creep that guy's a creep and you start to recognize like um character nuances that like you pointed at both of us alert (laughs) i pointed to the side of you guys cameron in the picture that hockey guy (laughs) but i think when you become an entrepreneur you're like oh my you talk to anyone you're like they talk my language and you don't it's hard. You don't realize who's like not uh, not a good guy yet. And right. so I got burned so much in the beginning where I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna hold. Every, I'm gonna hold my cards close to my chest. I'm gonna do it all myself." And then you hear horror stories of people getting burned. Um, and it, a lot of times it's like your best friend or your family members who's actually burning you. So it's hard to know who to trust. And then there is it actually takes a longer time to teach somebody how to do something than to just do it yourself. It is a real thing for right. sure. So how do you, how do you help people get over that? Um, I think 
I overwhelm them with information and then <laughs> they have to go find someone to do it. Well, and then you bring it back to like, okay, now you think about what's important for your business right now. Yeah. But I think once you understand, oh shoot, like I'm supposed to be focused on all these numbers. And if I ever want to get a loan, I have to do this, but I can't do, I can't sell and do the numbers. Um, then yeah, you kind of do have to find someone to do it. Yeah. Like I didn't pay taxes for the first three years. Cause I was just like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now I pay my taxes. Of course. <laughs> IRS. Let's hope so. But well, <laughs> I mean, or you at least file an extension. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Since 2011. I'm horrible with personal taxes. Same. But but the Bam Bam, they're perfect. They're good to go. But I, right. I'm good at hiring that out. Right. But it is true. My bookkeeper totally screwed me. Like that, In it the is beginning. Little, no, I'm just saying, no, they didn't. I'm saying they could. Oh, yeah. You know, and that is always a little scary because they have... But yeah, my bookkeeper's awesome. Yeah. I think another thing a lot of entrepreneurs fall to is like the should or the comparison. Like, oh, I should probably be doing this because so-and-so did this and they were successful at it, right? Yeah, so we and, talk about that a lot too. And so they fall to that comparison trap. I think yeah. a lot of people fall to that. Yeah, because um, there's a ton of people in the same like business categories that sign up for the course and we do like a welcome night where people talk about, here's what I do. And it's crazy. For the first time ever, we have like people developing pharmaceutical like I don't even know. I'm so far out of my depth and trying to understand what they do. But I have two sets of those people for the first time. And it's just so weird that like they're in the same course. Um, And I'm just like, I tell everyone at first, like if someone does what you do, don't be threatened by them. Right. Don't think that they must know what they're doing. And I don't, because I think that's a thing entrepreneurs assume. Oh, everyone knows what they're doing. No one knows what they're doing. No one knows what they're doing. No one knows what they're doing. The fake it till you make it. I have to change every month. Something like it's, yeah, no one. Everything's knows. evolving. It's all like by the seat of your pants. Yeah, I mean, in a sense, right? Yeah. I mean, you learn it. Like for for me, it's nice to have data, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I've been open seven years. I kind of know what days are busy, what days aren't. Mm-hmm. But then you have something like COVID happen. Throw it all out. It's all gone. Like yep. you have no idea, and it's so. I mean, I think a lot of people are scared of data though, because they're scared what's going to tell them. True. So you have natural assumptions on what is or what would work. And right. you're almost scared to like be wrong. Mm-hmm. And so I think some people are scared of data. Yep. Or yeah, or they're scared to assume that this year is going to be better. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to make more meat today because yep. I know it's going to be better than last year. Uh-huh. And so sometimes you're kind of prisoner to the past. Yep. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I, I mean, most entrepreneurs that you know that seem to have it all put together, like they're still dealing with the same they're struggling. Lack of knowledge and and the second guessing is, themselves and yeah. Know. The difference is, sis, they're not focused on you, so you need to stop being focused on them. Right. That's a big difference. Right. Oh, they're focused on their the own worst. problems. Like the comparison thing, I think we all do it so naturally as human beings, just in everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the whole keeping up with the Joneses, whatever else, yeah. envy. So I think it's a natural thing, but if you do that, you're just, life's going to suck. But I also feel like people that are entrepreneurs probably have, they probably can overcome that easier than most people. Because most people just kind of want the pay, the, you know, steady paycheck. I go and do this task every day and I get paid for it. Where entrepreneurs have to be like. Yeah. Most entrepreneurs get into it so they can write their own exactly. future, right? Right. They don't want to. They don't want to live the life everyone else has. But it is. I think you start thinking, oh, this person has the same size business as me, and they're doing X, Y, and Z, right. and you just have to get out of it because you're building the business for you. 
Right. Yeah. And, it, and it's totally true. Like I, the question I get more than anything is when are you going to open another one? Yeah. I used to and, ask you that all the time. <laughs> well, and it's hard because. But you did. I did in Spanish Fork and it just wasn't that It great. didn't work. So once the lease ended, we just stopped. But for me, like. Not that it didn't wanna, work. Sorry. It just wasn't your favorite. Oh, no. Like, I mean, we could say it didn't work. I got robbed four times. Spanish Fork. What the heck? <laughs> I had but, no idea. It was- yeah, I got broken into four times, like the first three months. But for me, you know, a lot of people want to build because they want to make money or they want to sell it. Like, I just have this balance where the place runs good. You know, if I if I want to go on a vacation, I can. I don't miss any games with mm-hmm. kids. Like, and I think that's the most important thing. Right. Like, you do... do You define your own success. Exactly. And once you define that, it was probably easier to just focus on... Right. Because I think you go through where you're like, you know, I got enamored by the money and like, I still, let me back that up. I got enamored by shiny things. I still (laughs) like to make money. In fact, that's like my favorite thing. I love counting money. (laughs) I love thinking about money. I love imagining how much money. money. No, but for real, I love money. And when that made, like when I started telling myself that it made like a big difference, but then I had a couple of years where I was buying all these clothes and all these things. And I'm like, I don't I hate this shit. It doesn't shit. change anything. Well, I just don't. Then you have more stuff you have to take care of. Yeah. Like, I'm good. Well, everyone's got what makes them happy. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a moving target for me. Yeah, same. Well, for right. everyone it is. Right. And it's being honest with it. Like, right. I think a lot of us fail to recognize, like, a lot of the exterior success isn't really success. For sure. Right. 100%. Like, just because someone has 20 locations you have no idea like what their quality of life is. Oh, right? you without know what I a mean? doubt. And so, same, same with a lot of money, like what your definition of a lot of money is. Uh-huh. You probably wouldn't be any happier with that extra money, right? I mean, you got to make a certain amount to be happy for sure, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily, I mean, you look at all these rich and famous people, how many of them are not happy? A lot of them. Well, and I think right? you said it right. Like you go to the games, you get to spend right. time with your kids, you get to do family vacations and it's just recalibrating that. Yeah. Making sure so that- many people miss that stuff mm-hmm. because they're working mm-hmm. and that's anyway, I just couldn't do it, but that's just me. I mean, it's, it's and that's the thing. Everyone's is going to be different, right? right? But it's right. important to figure that out because then you can build backwards. Yeah. yeah. Right. You can build your business. So if, for example, if free time with the kids is important, then you know, I'm not going to build a business where it's going to require me to be gone. Yes these days or these mm-hmm. times, right? Exactly. So, well, yeah. then being okay with that because it is hard. Like, you know, R&R is a good example, right? They've just, they sold it and blew up. They have solids. Oh my gosh. Well, that's why their <laughs> barbecue sucks now. But anyway, I, but it's, it's hard. You see, like we both opened about the same time. Yeah. Right. And then you see, I mean, obviously they didn't expand it. They sold it to somebody, but it's, I look at that and just, it looks miserable to me. Like mm-hmm. just spreading out like that and, oh. But there are some days I'll bet you're like, oh. Well, there's some days where I'm just like, I and that's why what? shouldn't I do that or yeah. whatever. But I really come back to reality fast and just go, that well, sounds I, what's important. I look at it horrible. as like a eye exam. You know what I mean? Where they're like, is it this one or this one? And they right. like yeah, yeah. shove wow, like, that's cool. like them in. And I think you just got to get your life that you want in focus. It's a great analogy. And then you just like, that's what you got to keep focused right. on. And then you try on other things. Like, do I want to Do I want to own 20 locations? You try it on, you're like, actually, no, because I can't focus on the things that ca- oh, I care about, you right. know? And I think that's so important to be able to say, no, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, not, it's not that I failed at that. It's say. just like, oh, let's try this. 
no, that one didn't work. Yeah. Let's try that one. No, that didn't feel right either. Yeah. Right? The other thing I deal with is guilt. Ooh, let's talk about that. You know what I mean? Like as far as I'll have a bunch of free time and I'm like, am I being lazy? Like if I go to a movie at noon. Yeah. Well, back when we could go to movies. You can go to a movie now. I know. It's open. Oh but there's no gosh. movies. Com- there's no movies I, coming out. Like I, it's all uh, old stuff. But don't argue with But me. don't you really go for the food? No. <laughs> <laughs> I do popcorn. like popcorn. But yeah. But yeah, it's like I actually read a book. It's by Jen Sincero. Wait, like did you, you read it or did you listen to it? I listen. I listened to it. Of course, <laughs> I'm just mess with I you. Mean, I think it counts. Who but reads just, books? I know you always. Tell yeah, <laughs> I know. It's funny that we refer to it as reading books. When I listened to a book, okay, you consumed it with yeah. crayons in my hands. <laughs> Jeez, because it doesn't feel as good as saying I listened to a book as saying I read it's a book. It's true. It's true. Okay, so you read a book. So my point <laughs> is, Susan. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was finally like being okay with you're a badass at making money i think is what it's called well that's that the one? next one okay i think so it's just like you are a badass. badass kind of believing in yourself and it was cool because the book really made me feel like you don't have to feel guilty for like you should be proud that you've built a business and have the support around you to be able yeah. to go off and do that stuff yeah like your definition of hard work or you know focus, whatever else is your own. I, right? yeah. So I've actually thought a lot about, cause I, I had, you know, I went through a couple hard things a couple years ago, you know, about, right. um, and then as a society, we like push ourselves, push ourselves, push ourselves, but rest and recovery are so important in sports right. and they're just as important in mental and emotional health. And rest is an active Thing that you do when you're doing sports and same as recovery like sitting in an ice bath you're like actively doing these hard things for yourself right but i think laying around on a saturday is rest and recovery and you actually need those things and being hard on yourself because you're recovering or resting is not it's not it's not and helpful. that's that's the trick right just naming it something different yeah i'm not being lazy i'm recovering yes well what's funny is as you say that that was the thing Bronson Kafusi talked about. That's hilarious. That that's actually, Bronson is too. the one who got me thinking about yep. that. So he was like, yep. that was the number one thing I learned in the NFL yep. was the importance of recovery mm-hmm. and how to recover. Listening to him talk about that on this podcast made me like go deep dive into like what your body does when you recover. And there's like, I don't know. I can't even. I, it's way out of my depth. I, it's one of those things you understand when you read it, but you could never explain it <laughs> to someone. To, yes. When you listen to it, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but there is like your body. The rest and recovery actually makes it so you can handle more. Yep. Well, that's why you look at like Very a Tim true. Ferriss and a Tony Robbins, and like they are like fanatical about like their recovery that they do mm-hmm. to get them into their prime state to do all the other stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So big time, dude. That's awesome. Um. I'm just recovering. That's what I'm going to say. Resting too. What are you doing? Why are you watching TV? I'm recovering. Oh, tell your <laughs> wife sorry. <laughs> There's what? so much sports on right now, Susan. There? They're going away. There's Don't a baby boom it. coming because of the lack of sports I was in March and April. Ask you there is, yes. If that that was affecting sales, because I heard like nobody was having babies for a while. Um, well, it's debatable whether it's actually up from what it would be or right. if it's not. I just from I would imagine being so sick of each other that well it wasn't that that people were sick of each other it was that there was no sports there was no traveling and there was no going to work so there was just humping (laughs) maybe I don't know I don't know your life (laughs) 
<laughs> oh man. Are you guys having a baby? Hell to the no. <laughs> Hell Neither to are the we. No. That shot. You, you are? are? That shot Wait, is, is that closed. New? Yeah, that shot is Are you closed. announcing? Doing November. So you got, so it was like January, February. A couple February. months away. It was pre-COVID. It was. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations. Your first? Fourth. What's been your favorite thing of the mentoring that you've, like, that surprised you about it? You really redirected from the yep. baby making conversation yep, right he there. He did good. Real quick. I'm kind of glad. Thank you. He's, he's a professional. <laughs> uh, favorite thing about the mentoring course is getting to know all the entrepreneurs. Okay. And now I like follow them on Instagram. I feel like. Do you feel like you're able to get to like, do you guys spend enough time where you do? No, no, definitely like, not. Um, but, but feeling, but being invested in their businesses, yeah. like just emotionally invested in their businesses now. What's been like the coolest business? I Not like, I don't know, maybe most surprising business. You're like, I didn't even know that was a thing. And you have this pharmaceutical. Person. I think she meant like a weed shop or something. I don't, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, so in the past ones, I really liked, there was this awesome girl who did Western wear. She was taking over, I think the business from her dad. Okay. So she was trying to figure out how to kind of make it um, like cool. Wow. Yeah. It was, I think it was a family business. I could be chopping it. I don't know. Um, then another girl oh. I really loved and not because she brought me tamales to my house, but also because she brought me tamales to her house. She did. She delivers tamales locally in Utah County every Friday and oh. Saturday. Yeah. That sounds so it's either amazing. half a dozen or a dozen and they come to your house and they're dozen. warm. Yeah, exactly. Dozen. And then they would come and Chris and I would make the kids mac and cheese because tamales are much too good for children. <laughs> <laughs> and her business is awesome. Um, I just love girls so cool. just going for it, you know? Do you so it's like runs the gamut, it sounds mm-hmm. like. Oh, it's yeah. Just kind of everything. Yeah. And then we also have people who are like, I'm thinking of starting something and I want to make, you know, I want to see what. I was going to ask that, like cart before the horse or like, are people already in business? It's. And, you know, want to improve. Like, I know two people and you're like, my mom's in your class your right mom now. Your mom is in my course. And J-Dogs is in your class. Uh-huh, Jason, Jason is in there. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, very, two very different. I mean, Jason's is, they're both really successful and they're both really established. But it's really cool that they want to learn more. Have you had an emphasis on women, or is that just kind of a natural byproduct of who was following you on? I mean, I, I think I have ninety percent followers that are women. Okay. Yeah. So it's the nitty gritty. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Similar <my> audiences. <laughs> Must be. It, why? Because it couldn't be anything else, Susan. Your stellar content. Rude. The guests you've had on, perhaps? I think that's really it. We've had all these boss women on on the show. Which I like about you guys. You guys aren't intimidated by strong women. No. Well, they're smarter than us. We know that. We totally know that. (laughs) It's the truth. They're tougher than us. They're smarter than us. So why not talk to them? Yep. We can learn a thing or two. Maybe. Yeah. Not maybe. It's true. For sure. Okay. Well, no, that's really interesting because that's... It's funny because my mom does oils, like mm-hmm. she manufactures her own. Yep. Like, you know, so it's totally like holistic health. Yep. And then Jason, I mean, restaurateur. Yeah. So the only thing we really focus on that becomes not very applicable is we deep dive like on how to make a product. Right. This right. is how you think about product. But um, the rest of it's like just good business practice. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, just that bookkeeping stuff. Like so many people need to hear that. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a really hard one. I like, I couldn't even imagine having to try to do that on my own. Like it wouldn't have even worked. Like when I opened Bam Bams, 
if I didn't have somebody like ready to go right. to be my bookkeeper. Right. And then even if you just need to know like, okay, this is how much I have to sell today. Right. In order so that I can. It's huge. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. But yeah, just paying bills. Like I've, ne- like, I've never had to pay a bill at Bam Bam Switch. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> then I'll be late. Focus on the meat. Yeah. Right. Focus on the meat. Yeah. So. So what's exciting about. Um, oh my gosh. I've almost said nitty gritty. Not about nitty gritty, about freshly picked. <laughs> What's exciting about freshly picked? Yeah. Um, oh man, I'm just so excited about so many things. I think uh, we, I've been meeting with, you know, the the executive team, and we've been kind of just fine tuning what the plan was for next year, and throwing out some stuff and keeping other stuff. Um, the people that work there are really really cool, and I just. I haven't been this fired up about freshly picked for a long time. Okay. I think taking That's a, awesome. Yeah, taking a step back and then being able to jump back into it. But um I was putting something on my stories and I had a friend reach out and go, Man, I wish I could invest in freshly picked right now because I know you're gonna kill it. And that's how I feel. Wow. I just feel like, ooh, let's go, let's get it done. You have that fire back. So that's total awesome. Lewis Howe's question is like coming into it now a second time, like mm-hmm. how are, how do you define success for freshly picked now? So it'd probably be uh, selling the company in a couple of years, okay. two to three years would be success. I think um, retaining the employees through this transition, that'll be a huge success for me. Um, delivering the financials that we promised the board, which were basically there. You know, we have two months or three. I always skip over October. Do you do, <laughs> do you guys do this in planning? <laughs> I always skip October. Planning. Shut up. Well, it's like, Brent, it's like Monday, Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, what day? Yeah. Thursday, the third day. <laughs> right. Right. But don't, you know what I mean? Like, yes. um, I always skip over October. I'm like, there's two months left in the year. Yeah. But there's actually three. It's, if you <laughs> see, think about it, October is kind of the no man's land. Like, it's see, not I summer. Skip it's December. not winter. You always skip December. Yeah. yeah. Like in my world, this, this, December doesn't exist. That's kind of true, just because there's so much going on. No one works. No one's doing anything. December doesn't exist. What job do you have again? Finance. (laughs) (laughs) So interesting. In retail, it's totally the opposite. Yeah. I know. All these finance guys. That's where the COVID came from, was Vail, Colorado. (laughs) All these finance guys where no one works in December, spreading it from there. (laughs) Vail. Vail. <laughs> Isn't that it was a big hot spot? One of the first big Really? Hot. I didn't yeah. know that. Ski towns were actually the first big hot spots. Interesting. Because finance guys. <laughs> yeah, they're dirty. Mm-hmm. They all suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've never heard that actually. Ski town was a hot spot, huh? Yeah, Vail. Colorado. I guess you have so many people traveling in from it. Well, New York was a hot spot, but then Park City was a hot spot. What's Sun Valley was a hot spot. Oh, that's true. Park City has been yeah. a nightmare, huh? Wow. Not anymore. It was it was Andrew and all his friends. <laughs> Sorry guys. Not working in <laughs> December. I mean, money counting party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you have I mean, now that you're back, before you came back, did you have any kind of itch to start something else? Another business or go do something else or were you just kind of in, enjoying the recovery part? Yeah, I was uh, it's crazy. I was talking to Corey Stevens from Taft um about how I was going to come back and he's like, Oh really? That sounds so tired. I'm like, but you would start something else right now. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm just looking at it as I'm starting something new, you know? And that's, so so that's been fun. But during the rest and recovery time, so I had about a year off, I would, I, 
I couldn't come up with a business idea to save my life. Honestly, I couldn't. And then as soon as I started back at Freshly Picked, I'm like, oh, you know what we should do? We should do this. We should do this. And I've had like four good business ideas. I'm not joking since I started back at Freshly Picked. So I think I really just let myself have the time off. And now jumping back into it, hey, just got those juices flowing, got the gears turning. And um, I'm more creative when I'm actually building something. So my coach calls it inspired action and efforted action. Mm. Because at the beginning of COVID, I was like trying to force it. I was like, oh, this is such a huge opportunity. How do I take advantage of it? And I had like, I remember one of my calls, she's like, how many business plans have you written? And I held up my notebook and I literally had like seven. Mm-hmm. I was like, here's seven. And she's like, stop. She's like, put it down and just stop. And so I was like, hold on, what? She's like, the way you're going to move forward is by doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that makes absolutely no sense. Like that, those, that makes just, perfect sense. I was like, it just doesn't connect. Right. But just talking about this recovery, she didn't say that, but it was like, you need to wait till you get in this inspired action zone. Cause once you're there, everything just lines up and it's clear. You know, so I took a step back and then all of a sudden these things started lining up just like you were talking about with Freshly Picked. I don't know a lot about racing, but I think in Lightning McQueen, when he says you got to turn left to go right, (laughs) right? He's actually talking about momentum, right? Am I wrong? (laughs) Yeah, he's talking about about momentum. (laughs) But I think that's it is when you start getting momentum, then you're just like, oh, I could all these other things fall into place. Yeah. I actually really like that analogy. You got to turn left to go right. You yeah. do. You almost have to do the opposite of what you think you have to do to get. Because I imagine what inspired action, it's almost like kind of the cream rises to the top. Like you have seven plans, but if you just chill and back off, like which one just like digs in and just really becomes mm-hmm. the one that you're most well, passionate about. If you're trying about. too hard, it's not the right one. Right. Huh. That's pretty cool. So that's why Bam Bam is a success because I go to the movies. <laughs> A lot of recovery time. Yeah. And you've built like a solid business with like really good stuff. And that then helps. you keep you. optimizing on the business. Except well, for salads. Except for salads. Except, <laughs> except for salads. I can't do it. It's so hard. Maybe it's not someday. hard. It's it, not difficult. It's not that it's hard. It's just, it, it's like, maybe not even really the brand. It's just, I don't know. I can't get excited about it. So how Maybe about we do that's it? Can stage two be breakfast yeah. burritos? So that are we not I could there probably yet? Get more excited about. It's just hard because, like, it, in the restaurant game, at least, to add something to the menu, you're adding something to the kitchen. You're adding mm-hmm. something to the counter. Yep. And it's just it's really hard because you got to be smart because you don't have unlimited space to put yeah. you know hold things on the counter it's and it's crazy because when i walked in here i walked through like two empty rooms like <laughs> isn't that in crazy <laughs> that there's still empty rooms here like we've just slowly just taken over this room. whole building <laughs> like there's still room just in this place kidding. we've just slowly added one room at a time but but yeah i mean and i think that's probably the best way to look at it is see i i do i totally look at it like you've got these great ideas these menu items i want to add I've got to put a menu board out in the drive-thru so people actually can see that there's a functioning drive-thru because it doesn't really look like anything. Mm-hmm. But then nothing happens until like it just does. And I just need to be okay with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I think some of my, I, I love coming here. I love, I love the dining experience. I love oh, when you, you come out and yell at people. <laughs> I don't yell at people. Maybe not, but just like you come out booming and you're oh, like okay, yeah. happy it to sounds see like people, I'm yelling. you know, I like, do like going out there and I need to do it more. It's just hard because I always get, because get I like to talk, 
Yeah. I just get stuck. But I think you have like a cool, it's it's become like a landmark. Like Bam Bam's yeah. is a landmark. You come into, you know, you, you visit Provo, you go to Bam Bam's. And that's kind of all I ever wanted, just like a destination. Yeah. Type, just one place. So all the other stuff doesn't really matter. Oh, I feel better. I like this. I'm recovering. You're going to have a good recovery And I'm recovery waiting weekend. for inspired action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to recover. I'm going to go to sports games, watch hockey tonight. I have hockey in an hour. Do you know I started playing hockey again? I saw on your Instagram. Whew. How's it I lasted out? about 30 minutes of my 45-minute game the other night. And then I said, I hurt my knee. And I went into the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> and really, by hurt my knee, it was my quads were just on fire. wet noodles. <laughs> and I couldn't bend my knees anymore. Holy crap. But how old are you? Two goals. How old are you? 41. 41. Gosh, doesn't it? Like, I feel, how old are you, Andrew? 35. Once you hit 40, you like, it it's really, downhill. it is. Totally downhill. You all of a sudden face your mortality. Like waking some... up is like an hour process. Oh. Like I, my eyes don't work for 30 minutes. Like it, when I wake up in the morning, it is just like, I always think to myself, like, how could I go like camping right now and just wake up and be ready to go? Like I need like a good 30 minutes to. Mm -hmm. You need a rest and recover yeah. <laughs> from your good <laughs> I, I night's rest from my resting. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'll just wake up and I'm just like, everything's blurry when I open my eyes. And anyway, it's so funny. Like you really do feel. Yeah. Although I did get cortisone shots in my knees yesterday for the first time. Holy crap. I feel like I got 10 years taken off of my life. Wow. And I know I can only do that like a few times, mm -hmm. but it's just to kind of get my, because I had knee surgeries on both my knees and my kneecaps don't sit centered. Oh. They sit out. Okay. And that's because my quads are weak. If I like build my inner quads, they pull back in. Okay. But I'm like, how can I build my inner quads if everything hurts so bad? You need to get a squat machine right here. Yeah, but see, if I I can't even like bend my knees at all, like with no oh. weight. I mean, there's I, a lot of weight. Have you up seen? On top, have but. you seen the DB or the DMA, DB method? B mm -hmm. method. It's like this. Like, uh, it's basically ab roller of squat machines. Ab roller of squat machines. <laughs> Where you can't, you know, ab roller makes this, you can't do it wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I have the pool squat machine. That's okay. where I go. Because right. that helps because yeah. I can still be kind of explosive, but because it takes, you know, half the weight off or whatever the Got science it. is there. Yeah. But he's like, I like the cortisone idea of my orthopedic surgeon because he's like, you're playing hockey, you're going to build your quads. Let's just take the pain away, though, so you can keep doing it. Because mm. I had to take, before this game, I had to take a week off just to, like, get my legs rested from playing hockey during the week. Yeah. And so I'm like, I can't wait a week between games because then I'm not losing weight. I'm not building my quads. You're not having fun on the ice. Yeah, and I'm not having fun. And that's really what it was. Can you that do was a totally triple, inspired action, right? Can like, you do a triple lutz? <laughs> No, I can't. Double. Double for real? Yeah, no, I can't. Oh, can you do I'm, any I flips? I wear hockey skates. Flips? Or spins? <laughs> Listen, the ice barely holds up under me standing. <laughs> you imagine if I tried to toe pick into that crap? Uh, there would be a crater. <laughs> but there are only two things in my life that like came out of just nowhere and were just like my passion. Hockey was first, mm -hmm. barbecue was second, where mm -hmm. it just like took over. Mm-hmm. But I got to this point where I got old and fat and had the restaurant. And I, I haven't played for almost okay, five years. So that thing is you're not old and fat. Well, yes, I am. Okay. But listen, <laughs> I started running again recently. Really? Yes. Because I love to run. It's like my favorite thing to do. Interesting. For, for like working out. I think nothing clears your head like a good run. 
And so I love it. But I was running and I would tell myself, oh, you're old and fat. That's why running hurts. And then I was like, fuck you, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) Running hurts. (laughs) Running hurts because running hurts. Running hurts. It does. Like it just hurts. Whether you're 20 and like 120 pounds or. The desire just has to outweigh the pain. right? Right. So physical activity just hurts. It does. And so you're not old and fat or you might be a little older but like you see like 6 year olds completing like these super marathons and oh, stuff without you know a doubt. you're totally capable it's just do you want to do it or not yeah. and that's i think for me well it's just like everything else i do like i finally just hit a wall and i'm like i'm not doing anything fun like that i think like i'm not snowboarding i'm not riding my motorcycle i'm not and everything was because i'm old and i'm overweight mm-hmm. everything hurts mm-hmm. and i finally just got to the point where i was like you know what i don't need to go out there and be college hockey cameron and be good like i can just go out there and just have fun yeah and that's it was just all and not to bring it back mental. but that's what we we're talking about at first what people struggle with so much in their business is they give themselves terrible excuses i can't do this because huh. i didn't go to school or i don't know how to do the next step or whatever and it's that's actually a great point actually like you do you just need to stop telling yourself false narratives and believing them i should post my report cards from high school well, how, people, I mean, how many of our, I mean, how many of our guests have come on and they started and knew absolutely oh, nothing it, do you about know business? So, it's so funny. Right. Like listening. I mean, when you got started, you knew. No, I didn't even go to college. You know she what I mean? She sold light sticks. Yeah. yeah she, glow sticks. she was glow stick Susan. Glow, yeah, glow that's stick what I'm saying. Susan. Like when she was talking earlier about hey, don't spreadsheet. don't with glow sticks. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> when I'm hearing things about P&L and you're doing all this mentoring and mm-hmm. see, like, you hear about, you just see all this knowledge just like oozing out of you. And I just, I always think like of just Susan walking up and down Cougar Stadium selling glow sticks. Yeah, no. Just what, listen, 10, 15 years ago? Here's the thing. You go, the trick with glow sticks, if you're going to start your business <laughs> doing glow sticks, is you go to the poorer parts of town. They spend more at carnivals. They do. I don't know why. You don't go to the rich part of towns because they are, uh, they're the we have food at home people. You go to the poor part of town because they spend more money. No, I'm not joking. No, I I, listen. I and don't, again, if you have a baby on your But I, I hope when people look at me and what I'm doing in my business, they don't feel intimidated, but they feel like, oh gosh, if she could figure it out, yes. I can figure and it out. And that's the trick, yes. right? Because yes. that's, that's why I bring up the glow sticks. Yeah. Most people selling glow sticks to make a few extra bucks don't realize that they're being hustlers. Yeah. Well, they have and the ability entrepreneurial grow a yeah. multi multi-million dollar that, and that's, business right. and that's just it like most people aren't gonna do that like you gotta have some desire and some smarts yeah. to go out and just sell glow sticks and so to think that that's as far as you can go that's the trick is helping people realize like if i'm doing this mm-hmm. with my own motivation mm-hmm. i'm spending my own money like i am being entrepreneurial right i can turn this into a multi-million dollar company yeah and so few people can think like that yeah for sure so I think it is oh, it's such a cool story. And then to hear this, like, I really like this, like, round two thing with you. Like, just, you can just see it. I hope not we have a your round either. three like, coming, like, well, in a year. <laughs> 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 but just you taking that time off. Yeah. And then just being so, like, amped up about new ideas and getting back in there. You definitely have a different energy. Yes. Oh, that's good. Well, I had been through it. Like it it was a, I had a hard go at a bunch of things. There was a lot of stuff. There was personal stuff. There was physical stuff. There was emotional. There was like business stuff. And I was so tired. And it was just like, uh, my doctor was like, you got to fix this. You got to, you got to do something different, you know? So I needed that. And I'm so grateful for like, 
my board, the team, Ethan, people stepped in and really gave me that space. And it was really nice. Well, even that, like so few of people will allow themselves like a break. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like so many people would have just tried to just power, 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 right? There's no such thing as powering through. But that's what everyone right? says. But that's what everyone thinks. You can white knuckle stuff, but it's not power from you. Yeah. It's like you're holding on. Yeah. Like you're trying not to fall off, right? Yep. Like powering through is not a real thing. What you're doing is you're mining tomorrow. You're mining all your energy and stuff from tomorrow. And so you're going to pay for it tomorrow. And pretty soon you deplete your resources and you have nothing left to give. So you just can't power through. What about eating so contests? Important. Oh, I don't know much about that. I think you have to power through <laughs> that hot dog contest that they do on ESPN. Okay. Oh, see, that dude's just taking three days of the calories <laughs> and putting it into one day. He's mining He's mining tomorrow's happiness. <laughs> 100%. That dude doesn't feel good later. There's no, no way that Nathan's he's hot dog. You're robbing happy. tomorrow's happiness. Yeah. That's very true. But I think that that's what most like of the really successful people that I know, they all get to that same point, right? Where they're willing to not mind tomorrow's success for today's happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But I think it's hard to get there. It is hard right. because because of the narratives we tell ourselves. Oh, I'm being lazy. I should I should get up. I should do something. And social media doesn't help because there's these people that look like they're hustling nonstop and you just have to turn it off, ignore it, look I away. Hate social media. I love social media. I hate it. Oh man. My new thing is should. TikTok. I oh, hate you, the word shit. Should. Wow. I hate that word. Oh, it's deep. terrible a, word. I hate that word. I agree with you 100%. My therapist won't let me say it. Yep. That's why I stopped going Should to him. Always- <laughs> <laughs> I should stop going to this. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. No, you're right. Should is terrible. It's bad because you're saying like what I'm doing right now isn't good enough. Yep. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I should be doing this. Why? Why Why do you need to be doing that? It's like, well, I don't know because everyone I says really I'm like supposed that, to do actually. that. Mm-hmm. I've never thought of that. I, I, that's what my, I my internal shoulds. narrative is a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I shouldn't be laying in bed yep. right now. I should feel differently about that. Yep. I should care about this. I should, 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 should. For moms, it's like double. Oh, yeah. Double. I could see that. You get like mom guilt going and it's terrible. That's where your resistance comes from is that word should because that's where you're making all those decisions. Yep. That's yep. what everyone stops saying that word. So whenever I'm talking to anyone, they're like, oh, I should do this. I, I like, don't let it happen. I'm like, no, stop. Why? Right. Why are you saying that? Or should feel a certain way. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's not how you feel. So don't. Why? Yeah. Why? But I should lose weight. Why? Either you want to. <laughs> no, no. So that's it. No. So, right. so it's like, I'm going to because right. this. Yeah. Not that I yeah, should. When does the going to thing kick in? <laughs> as soon well, as you're actually going to do it. Right. Yeah. As soon as you get. You either want wall to or you don't. Everyone's got, me. Everyone's right. got that point. Or you need to or you don't. Like right. should is like silly. No, it's true. I think it's really cool. I've never heard that before. Should is a bad word. Unless it's like midnight, you should go to sleep. <laughs> if you feel like people hate you, you should you go to bed. If you've been playing Xbox yeah. for seven hours, you should put that paddle down. Yeah. But what if you're making a million dollars a year? Then just put it down. From it. Oh, okay. Take a break. <laughs> you can afford to take a break. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. This has actually been a much deeper episode than I think I realize. This will be a really fun one to listen back to. I'm excited. Because there's so many cool analogies being used. Like it has been a coaching session. Oh. Well, that's what happens when you bring Susan back. Right. Well, you dropped some pretty stellar yeah. stuff too. Oh, thanks. Good job, Andrew. Like that shit thing was deep. Like the left, you know, you got to go left to turn right. Mm-hmm. Like 
all that stuff's awesome. Like this will, this one will have some stuff to like a lot of cool little tidbits to break out of it and post. And I, yeah, I learned a lot today. Me too. Dang. Can we talk about Christian for a minute? Oh, my husband. <laughs> yeah. Like I love watching him. So I, and I love how he just thing. looks like he's grumpy. Everyone and has care. a crush on Christian. Yeah. <laughs> Boys and girls. Do you have a little crush on him? Of course. Yes. How can you not have a crush on He's Christian? taking bread to bed. Christian is Christian and it's, doesn't care about, and like, <laughs> Christian is just Christian. It's because of my stellar skills of capturing him. Can I just stop you really fast? <laughs> One yeah. of the, I don't remember things very well. Like, Andrew is really good at remembering quotes and, yeah. like, I love okay, hearing wait, just things. Just to give people some color, though. Christian is my husband. He's a okay, stay-at-home yeah, dad. Yeah. He likes to cook. Stay-at-home dad. He's His a drone racer. is crazy. Like, he builds his own drones, mm-hmm. but <laughs> right now he's go- growing out a skullet, <laughs> which I is remember. a mullet, but he's totally bald up top. So he calls it a skullet. I've been begging him to cut it. <laughs> begging. Uh, I just remember one day he was in here. This was years ago, okay. right? And it was something along the lines. Of, like, he's just so chill mm-hmm. and just like, yeah, whatever, man. And you're just like driven and you were just going and going and going. And I don't remember what the context was, but I'll never forget just saying like, look, she wouldn't be she who she is today if I wasn't the way that I am. And when, <laughs> he said that? It's like, somebody has to be driven in this family. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was the great, he just said it so confidently. And he's it not just, wrong. It, it was awesome. No, he's good. Um, I had a friend. I mean, she's hot. If I were him, I would leave me for her. <laughs> she's really good looking. And she's like, I've never been more turned on by a man than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because he'll like make me food and like throw it at me. And he the, just. The cooking videos. If you're not following Susan, her she she videos him cooking a lot. Well, a lot of people and came everything. and brought the brisket, right? Bought the brisket so they can make right. the brisket mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh that he gosh. put up. Yeah. And it's I not like my style of cooking. Right. What's it's your style? Everything. The microwave. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not cooking. That's warming food up. No, he he's even been, does microwave popcorn wrong. He's been super into um, salt, acid, some so he's getting into like astronomy like crazy the scientific side oh big time big time and his new he loves to bake and he's got does he ever go up to orson geeky oh big time yeah yeah we i took my mom and him there which was a total mistake him and my mom are like best friends they don't need me as part of their relationship (laughs) and i was like okay looking around grabbed a couple things and then i came back to find them they'd gone one foot and it was oh like and we were there for two hours where they just had to pick everything up, look at everything, figure out what we're going to buy. He bought so much stuff. He loves Orson Gigi. I love how he's telling like you're stirring wrong the other night because you had to keep the cream moving for oh, the milk yeah. tart. Yeah. He was yeah. Like, I, did, I had the wrong tool, <laughs> but I love it. It's so much fun to watch. And he does. He cooks everything. Yeah. Like it is all over the map. Yeah. And he's he just so chill about it. Really good food. I wish he would let us like film him. Because even though he's not like super just, like bubbly and stuff, as, it's just so funny. As soon as something is monetized, he won't monet. He right. loses interest in it if it start. If I want to make a business out of it, stay off. Yeah, because people are like, he should do recipes. He should do a bakery or something. And he's like, takes the fun out of it. Yeah, he's not interested. He does want to go work at a bakery for six months, just, so that he, so he can learn how to like. See, he'll have a. That's how it all started. Yeah, to be, like. But I don't think he'd ever do. He's not very ambitious. 
Right. He's not. No, he's not. And he wasn't the way that I am. He'll tell you. But I'm like super ambitious. So right. we work. It, the we're very unique. And you're okay for, with that. Like that's the other thing. I'm not mad at him at all for no, not being ambitious. Yeah. No, and I'm not. We just we we live on. To, we have totally different belief systems on a lot of things. We live on totally different planets, but we orbit around each other in this really beautiful way. We really care about okay. each other and we really love each other. And so I we just celebrate each other's differences. Well, and what's cool is like he may not be ambitious, but we know he's a brilliant guy. Oh, he's so smart. Like that drone thing. I remember. I didn't even know about that till like he was a year into it. Yeah, and he was and on he, ESPN twice. Yeah, it. like yeah. All of a sudden, he's like drones, and homeboys building his own racing his own like on tv just because he loves it yeah and then it, does he still do drones yeah he's been getting back into it again he wow. needed a break right. he got burnt out yeah anyway it's just and but i think that's a really cool thing like it's not everybody has to be a certain type of driven or whatever else but as long as you have something you're passionate about yeah he's actually it just he's works. so perfect for me we're perfect match that's awesome yeah cool i love him we should have had him go on too he definitely wouldn't have come he, he'd come. He just wouldn't talk. Yeah. If I fed him, he'd come. Oh, 100%. He'd be right? here. Anything for you, Cam. I love Christian. <laughs> He's awesome. I miss him. I haven't seen him in a long time. Watching that doe video. <laughs> that doe video. <laughs> He's so ridiculous. <laughs> he does. He has like the Gallagher thing going on. Remember that comedian that smashed watermelons on stage with the... He had the skullet, like the fuzzy hair and the beard. <laughs> I'll, I'll and have just to look Perfectly it up. bald right here. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, he's he's such a good dude. But yeah, you guys are a really, really awesome pair. Thank you. So I think anyway. so. Well, thanks for coming back. So, so much fun. See you in First 2.0 episode. See you in a year, right? Uh, less. You need to come on more often. We just need to do this like six every six months. Mm-hmm. You get sick of me. Not Gotta a chance. Gotta starve you out. <laughs> <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> All right. Well, we sure appreciate it. Thanks, guys.